Good afternoon, guys. It is Austin here this week. Jaws uh, opening week. He's hunting right now, hopefully bagging himself a couple of deers. Uh, but we are here with uh, Matt, who's going to be helping us out today. Hi. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How you doing? Thank you guys for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Glad to be able to fill in. Glad to be able to fill in. It's uh, I'm like the, uh, I guess like a Taysom Hill. A Taysom Hill type podcast. Sure, or? sure. That hey, that works. <laughs> if you pick up my laptop and just start running with it, though, we're gonna have an issue. So I, would, I would, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. You know what though? But if you say if you say Jameis Winston, you'd pick it up and throw it to somebody else. So that's also fine. That's probably worse. Right. That's right. At least at least you're still in possession of my stuff when you run with it. But if you just throw it to somebody else, that's totally fine. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Seriously, thank you guys. I'm I'm happy to be a part of the show. Um, if I can plug my stuff really quickly. I am the host. Of, I have a lot of podcasts, but the reason I'm probably being involved in this one is I am the host of the Two Point Conversation podcast. It is fo- football talk five days a week, every week, uh, right here on the BICBP radio network at B- BICBP-radio.com. Um, something for everyone on that show. I also contribute to Bill's Wire through USA Today, uh, where I podcast and write for them. Um, so... Uh, Love football, love football, and and obviously this was a uh, it's gonna be a football themed episode. So I was like, you know, sure, perfect. I I don't do too much of the other sports. You know, I, I know what's going on in basketball, hockey, but I'm not like as diehard as I am football. So this is just a natural natural fit. So I'm glad I could fill in and, and offer my uh, my. Non unprofessional expertise. That, that, that's good because we are all unprofessionals. <laughs> and you know something cool here, Matt. Uh, you know, Jazzy Bear, as I affectionately refer to him as, uh, tells us that's our twenty second episode. Oh, so this is actually hats, stats, and tats. Episode twenty two, going for two for the two point conversion. Mm. Oh, so, that that worked out really well. Yes, it did really well. Jaws, not just a pretty face. The man <laughs> is thinking all the time. He does. He's he's very. He, I like I like his approach on everything. Like his uh, with the podcast, with the social media page, um, I had to give him a little kick to kind of get him on track. I had to show him the ropes a little bit, but he took off, man. He does some he does some wild stuff. He's a he's a hardworking dude, so um, I commend him on that. His his uh, well, who does the tit system? Is it? Oh my goodness! I I think it's Taylor. I, I could okay. be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Taylor. Though I, if, if if it's Nick, I'm sorry, T. That's my bad. I, I I just assumed it was you. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. A <laughs> uh, lot of heat that comes from those. I don't know. Well, if you, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen uh, the first one that he like laid out. It, it got a lot of attention. It wasn't the most like it was. It was pretty crazy. Like I had, I was an admin of the, the page at the time, and I was getting the notifications. I'm like, oh wow. This is interesting. <laughs> He's getting publicity, that's for sure. Uh, well, um, no, and it's a unique no system. Good, no news is good. I don't know. It, it, good news is no such thing as bad publicity. Right, right. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. So it's unique. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but, I mean, that's cool. That's a bold step. You, you got to take, you know, when you want to be a sports podcaster, it's a bold step you want to take and uh, and doing something that nobody else is doing. So. I mean, tits works. Uh, you know what? And it's, you know, I hear people, I mean, not to, to jump to this comparison, but, you know, like guys like Skip Bayless. Oh, and, God. you know, these, well, right. So you're, ex- yeah. your exact oh, reaction. Oh, trust me. I know. I have like a list of, of guys who I just will not listen to or take. I have no, they have no credibility in my opinion. And, and you know what he loves? That. Yeah. That Skip Bayless just loves that he, people hate him or they can't listen to him or his opinions are dumb. And he's just sitting there like, you know, Mr. Burns from Simpsons, just like <laughs> pedaling his fingers together, going, "I love it." Yeah, it's it's really that's really how it's like. 
Um, but yeah, I mean that's I mean that's I guess you make a splash in, in the world. You you make interesting hot takes. I don't know. There's a lot of like ESPN analysts, and there's some other ones too that I'm just like I can't take you guys seriously. Um, so so yeah, so yeah, the tits thing was interesting. <laughs> it felt like like a Skip Bayless saying something stupid. Um, but obviously, you guys didn't put more research into. Well, he whoever did it, they put <laughs> a lot more research into it. Um, so it was it worked. It worked well. Got a lot of attention and. I mean, obviously, I look at the numbers every month. The show does very, very well for itself. So yeah, little by little, yeah, it's 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 pushing a boulder uphill sometimes, but uh, it's it's going uphill, it's right? <laughs> <laughs> which is the most important thing. We are gathering thing. steam. That's what it is. <laughs> no, hundred percent. And you know, and this week's going to be a little bit different because uh, Buffalo on a bye week. That that's where yes. we usually start the show when we go from there. And yeah, I mean, I mean, we, I guess we can kind of talk about them at this point. Um, they they needed it. <laughs> I think it was the right timing for a bye week. Sure, sure. Yeah, listen, sometimes uh, the easiest thing you can do is is not win or lose. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. <laughs> to just take a second and gather your thoughts. It's uh, you know what that reminds me of is uh, the movie The Replacements. Yes, right where John Favreau like just tackles the quarterback and he's just like he tries to help him up and he goes no no I'm gonna stay down here and he goes figure shit out and he goes yep and he's just laying on the ground. <laughs> so this is the Buffalo Bills opportunity to just lay on the ground. Figure some shit out. And they, yeah, especially with the way that went, that they went out week ten. We, you know, it was bad. But uh, you know, this is a potential playoff team, or, or no? I mean, it is a playoff team. Correct. It is yep. a potential Super Bowl team. Yep. All right. I'm not going to shoo them in just yet myself. There are some aspects that they have to work on. They've lost some of the best of the AFC, um, but there are some things that they had to tighten up on. And I think with the lack of off season, that this this well, it's, well, yeah, this extra week of, of preparation. That's when you ice, you know. That's when you kind of really you figure your stuff out. You you take a, uh, a look back at what's going right, what's going wrong. Which they're, you know, despite the the, the wonderful seven and three record, there's a lot of little nuances that aren't going right in Buffalo Bills world. So uh, you know what, and and I think the defense has played better the last couple of weeks. They've I think they've, it's, definitely it's, turned it up. Yeah, it's, it's improved. Yes. Um, you know, and we look at games like last night. You know, you got Rams, and, or I'm sorry, two nights ago, Monday Night Football. You yeah. got the, the Rams and, and the Bucks playing, and, and Tom Brady loses. Always love to see that. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm jumping the gun going right to Monday Night Football last week. Um, but my point is the Rams won, and we beat them. You know what I mean? Like, we it's are a good, hanging. It's a good sign, right. You know what I mean? I don't mean to say that, you know, A, B, Team B, and B, B, Team C, so C's better. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not that but type spir- of thing. Spiritually, it, it does. It, it'll probably feel a little bit better, you know, it, if you really think about that. Uh, I mean, the Rams are a good football team. They were a good football team when the Bills played them. They Correct. almost came back and won. Uh, and it's it's a big testament. It's uh, you know to 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 this Bills staying power um, right now in the NFL. I made this point of the Bills Wire podcast not too long ago, and that it's really cool that here in 2020 we're not worried about whether the Bills can get out of the division. Right. But we're we're, we're what's, what's that like? It's I, been 20 <laughs> years. That's an interesting conundrum we're having. Right. And, and and now we're focused on now. Can this team get out of the AFC? Uh, and you know we're, we're competing at a more at the National Football League level, mm-hmm. and not just damn. Let's just beat the Patriots uh, <laughs> at right, least right. once. If, type if, of if we could not get swept, that would be super. <laughs> That's what we're going with here normally. So, um, so yeah, I'm 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 happy. I think the bye came at the right time. The Bills got a nice stretch of schedule ahead of them. So um, I, I love having the later bye. If I'm being, I, I mean, yeah. I guess maybe to each their own. Some teams want to just maybe get it out of the way and get rolling. Yeah. Um, I, if, I think, I, if I were, I'd probably like the middle, like this is right around that time, like weeks eight, nine and 10. I'd probably like 
Um, that's probably like the right. Like I feel like week twelve. I think that's the last week that they do it. Is too late, and week four is way too early. <laughs> you know what? I, I always I always equate that to like having your bye week. Week four is like having your lunch period, second period when you're in high school. Like that might it might be nice to start your day, but then the last I, eight periods just blow. The that, rest that's of the actually time. a very good comparison because now that you mentioned that. I think my lunch was like a lot, like ten thirty, eleven o'clock in high school. Right, so I'm it's like, essentially breakfast. Uh, pretty it's... much, I'm getting cheeseburgers and chocolate milk and, and school pizza at that time. It's uh, eh, right when they probably should have given you eggs, <laughs> <laughs> eggs, point. pancakes. Like, come on, get yep. with it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the Bills got a very favorable stretch stretch schedule. Uh, the one that's, I mean, it's, you got to take it one game at a time. But I'm really excited for that the Pittsburgh matchup in a couple weeks. Of course, I mean, especially with them being undefeated. No, yeah, that's just if somebody's going to knock them off, it, there's no reason it can't be Buffalo. Right. It's it could be us. Absolutely, absolutely. So so yeah, there's a lot of intrigue in that one, but uh, one game at a time. Don't want to get overconfident. I know. Uh, I know Miami's like they're like a game and a half behind now, but you don't want to you don't want to make it any tighter than you have to. Of course, that's basically what I'm trying to say. Um, with that, because Miami, I mean, it's it's been kind of cool to watch Miami come back, even though they didn't look good last week against Denver. It's been cool to kind of see them competitive again. It's it it is tough, and and I know it's in division, and I know it's it's probably a faux pas to say good things about the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> um, and I and I and I won't say things about the Dolphins, but I will say, I mean, it's tough not to root for Tua. The right. dude who had like his hip shattered because yeah. a huge lineman landed on him. His career might have been over. He went from maybe first overall pick to. Hey, you might never ever play football again. Yeah, it, it's kind of like it's an Alex Smith story, that it's it's yes. tough to not root for the man when you had a catastrophic injury and then, I mean, by that right, he, he almost might be if he plays well. He, I know it's not the NFL. It's it, it didn't happen in the NFL, but I mean that'd be an interesting case for comeback player of the year. Uh, you know, sure. I mean, I think it's an interesting case. They would never do that though. I don't think they would ever use college stuff, a college story to to do that, but. Um, it yeah it, it is I mean how could you not it, you want to I'm one of those guys where I want to see everybody succeed I want to see everybody get paid I want to see everybody do well I know sure. that not everybody gets to do that but um, in the case of Tua who I mean yeah in his absence Joe Burrow became a star uh, you know had one of the greatest college football seasons of all time Justin Herbert you know uh, eclipsed what, him a little what, bit what an animal that guy holy cow like that guy's unbelievable dude this is a very good rookie quarterback class. I think going into this year, and, and see, and this is what I, we were talking about. What are we going to talk about today? I'm like, yeah. we'll figure it and out. Just, it's just right. flowing naturally. It's just flowing. Yeah. Um, I think everybody was talking about the running backs this year. That Edwards Hilaire for the Chiefs, people went, oh, my God, he's yeah. the heir apparent to Kareem Hunt. They got their guy, first-round quarterback. And then you got Taylor going to Indy. Oh, best offensive line in football. And you got this stud from Wisconsin and all these guys. And really, it's been the receivers and the quarterbacks, I think, are – the ones that are are, are really stealing the, all the thunder. It's they they are. I mean, this is, running backs. It, it wasn't the most significant running back class, but I think they they've all produced right. Sure. There were a lot of high. There were a lot of uh, high priority guys. Uh, this is a very good wide receiver class, but the quarterbacks have definitely shined because you know a lot of time you don't get to see it all the time. A quarterback kind of coming out and being NFL ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew Joe Burrow. I had a feeling Joe Burrow was going to be good. I didn't realize how good. Oh sure, he was going to be. Uh, this Bengals team has no right to have two wins, and <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, that's how bad they are structurally as a team. Right. It's like, what's our record? Two and nine. How would we ever win two? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, Joe Burrow has kept him in every single game. 
Oh, he aside he, from the Ravens one. Well, and the that, Steelers, but I think I think one of the nicest compliments you can give the guy is that he hasn't really played like a rookie quarterback. Right. That he looks like a guy who's going into his second or third year and he's producing just fine. I mean, Herbert looks like a Pro Bowler for crying out yeah. loud. I mean, it's just been. Everybody who says you have to sit when you draft a guy, you have to sit, you have to let him learn. I think those guys have showed us you either have it or you don't. It's just it is what it is. It's it's it's, it's certainly true. I mean, I was surprised when when since he can, you know canned Andy Dalton, I was like, oh man, they're really going all in on Joe Burrow. And then you start to see him play, and it's like, okay, I understand why yep. they decided to go all in on Joe Understood. Burrow. And you know, unfortunately, this past weekend is is this rookie season came to an end. Uh, awful, awful leg injury. I mean, speaking of Alex Smith, I mean, just, uh, right? You know, yeah, it, it, it was against that team too. Um, <laughs> that FedEx Field, man. <laughs> FedEx Field is <laughs> a no bueno. is a GD curse. Yeah, that field is awful. Um, yeah, so Joe Burrow's rookie season is all done. But I mean, what a good what what a good one that was. I think marred by a lot of positivity and optimism. Like this dude is gonna be, if he recovers right. I think he's going to be the dude. He's going to be the, one of the dudes uh, for the next 10, maybe 15 years. I was just going to say that the next wave of quarterbacks that's coming in right now is, I think it's going to be really good. I think Tua has a chance to be good. He can lose the Buffalo every week, every time we play him, <laughs> but I think he could be halfway decent. Yeah. Uh, and then Herbert, again, I don't think anybody thought, oh, he's going to sit beside Hyde Tyrod. You know, I mean, how good is Joe Herbert if he can't beat out Tyrod Taylor for a quarterback mm. spot? And not only did he out, I mean, has far surpassed, I think, Almost everybody's expectations. I don't know anybody who went mine oh, yeah. away. He yeah. certainly blew mine away. I mean, he was probably the one I was most surprised about how NFL ready he was. When you get told like a minute before kickoff that you're going to be the starter, <laughs> right. that's a lot of pressure. And then you go out there and you lead the Chiefs most of the way. Yep. Yo, that's a huge testament. He is going to be a great player for whoever char- the Chargers coaches next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's whoever the next Chargers coach is. They need to work on some defense stuff. But yo, Herbert's awesome. Herbert is, uh, yeah. Herbert, I, I've had fun watching all of them. Tua, there's still a lot to there's still a lot to prove. He's had one really good QB game. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's been his defense, but uh, you know this is uh, this has been pretty extraordinary to kind of watch. You know, all them find find their footing and find their way. You know, the last three four years, three four five years have all been like really like decent. Well, no, I can't say that. 2019 was not a good quarterback draft class, <laughs> but um, Danny Dimes, Dwayne Haskins, sorry. But everybody, you know, the other the other ones in recent memory, 2018, obviously, with Josh Allen, Baker, mm-hmm. Lamar, Sam, uh, 2017. We're going back to Wentz, Goff. Is that that year? Was yeah. that 16? Actually, I think that was 16. Wentz, Goff, Dak. Um, and then there was, who was in 2017? Oh, so Deshaun Watson, winner. Oh, my God. Mitch, duh. You know. Duh. Patrick Mahomes. We just skipped a whole year of just all three pro of the be- quarterbacks. Two, well, see, not three. Two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL today. And Mitchell Trubisky. And Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of, there's, there's been a nice crop of young guys. There's actually oh, like an overabundance of quarterbacks right now. There's 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 a lot of young guys. Like this past season with, mm-hmm. with the offseason, you know, looking back, it's like, oh, man, where's everybody going to go? Where's there, uh, who's who's going to get left out? And obviously nobody was left out. It took some time, but there was a, there was not a, there wasn't, there was an overabundance of quarterbacks, but not a extremely high need of, sure. of replacement quarterbacks and stuff. So it was a, it was a particularly interesting. Well, we've, we've, we've got one more wave coming up here. And then honestly, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot of turnover for, I mean, I don't want to say a long time, but we're going to go a few years without replacing somebody because you're going to get that wave of 
Rivers, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Brady. Like, there's some 38- to 42-year-old quarterbacks who are all going to go really close to one another that's going to usher in another wave of young quarterbacks. Um, And and we'll have one more wave. But then, really, I would say the the average – once those guys go, I would say the average age of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL probably drops from, like, an average of 34 years old to, like, 28 28, years old. 28, 29, right, right. It really shifts. Um, Because at that point, like one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league is going to be... Aaron Rodgers. Right. It would probably be Rodgers. Yep. And Fitzpatrick if he's still hopping around (laughs) team. if he's still wrong. Well, I don't need to count backups. (laughs) You can just go starters, but, you know, it's just... uh, It's going to be another one of those years next year. I mean, it's it's the race for Trevor Lawrence, and the Jets and the Jags are the front runners right now. I don't know how I feel. I hope the Jags suck worse I don't want Somehow. Trevor. I don't need the Dolphins yeah. to get Tua, and then the next year the Jets move on from Darnold and get Trevor Lawrence, who also <laughs> looks like a stud. I, I'm good. They'll ruin his crew too. That's, I, I I don't think after what how long has it been? I think the the Jets have been around since 60, 1960, 61 maybe. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think Trevor Lawrence has kind of turned that franchise, that poo stink franchise around. Uh, oh, they're so bad. They're I mean, so really, bad. I, I think the one thing that, that Lawrence has going for him is that he can. He's only a junior. If he wanted to stay at Clemson, make another run at another national championship, he could. But I think he would just be delaying the inevitable. <laughs> you, I, do you think the Jets were the first overall two years in a row? That's tough. I mean, Cleveland made a career out of doing that. It's, it's hard. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like the Jets are abysmal, and I feel like they're. I feel like they're. It's obviously tanking at this point, and mm-hmm. that they they figure that Lawrence is coming out. So I I don't know. I, I think don't. Adam Gase is pretty awful, too. I don't know. I mean, the guy had Peyton Manning as his quarterback, and people went, oh, my God, look how good he is. Or how good Peyton Manning is. I feel like that that's probably more, helps. You know? right? I think what, right, he was the OC when Manning had his big year. I yes, think. in Denver, right? So, so yeah, people Some people at, just make better coordinators than they do coaches, and that's the, that's the name of the game. Uh, well, if John Fox, who was, who was in Denver at the time, said that he wasn't going to have an offensive coordinator, that he was just going to let Manning do whatever, I don't think anybody would bet. And I really don't <laughs> think people would go, oh, my God, he's crazy. What an outlandish thought. Yeah. They'd go, oh, well, yeah, sure, all right. That, that makes, you know, all right, that's fine. <laughs> that's, it's all good. Yeah. That's not, that's not the worst did, idea I've heard this week. He did, I guess he did. He really did ride Peyton Manning's coattails to two head coaching jobs right and neither one of them have worked out that well no. i mean and you can make a strong argument that some people just shouldn't be head coaches that you're fine as a co- i think rex ryan was that guy he was a good defensive coordinator he really had no business running a team running the practices in the ins and outs of an offense that he was just True. not equipped to do it, he yeah i mean there, there were some strengths defensively but sure but it's like you look at these guys these coordinators that end up taking over as head coaches and then the the position that they are most skilled in regresses tremendously look how how remember how i mean pre-rex ryan the bills mm-hmm. defense was historically pretty good right oh yeah i'm not gonna I mean, say it was a couple top years of jim shorts there i think yeah. we were had like 55 sacks in the season. i mean we were yeah. rolling there i'm not for... gonna say it was a top five defense every year mm-hmm. but it was probably top 10 maybe i think maybe easy, top e- half easily i think easily top 10, top 10. I think it was good rex ryan comes in a defensive specialist who mm-hmm. goes he he he, he Uses his his dad's old you know four six four, four, bear six. yeah yeah the whole thing. and then the defense got worse like why does it happen Dan Quinn in Atlanta mm-hmm. all right defensive coordinator four years I watched this team get saved and carried by Matt Ryan in the offense right defense didn't do jack I'm a Colts fan Chuck Pagano he's a really good defensive coordinator right he he 
He had the Ravens. He was with the Ravens. He's actually doing a really good job with the Bears' defense right now, even though the Bears' offense is really bad. Mm-hmm. Pagano's defense in Indianapolis was terrible. So, um, and, and now you look at even like a guy like Matt Patricia in Detroit, yeah, yeah. who is a defensive coordinator. Like, it's supposed to be that guy. Like, hey, Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay, though the offense is taken care of, man. <laughs> All you got to do is fix the defense. And he's been there. They fired, I think, what, Perry Fuel. After a nine and seven season, Jim Caldwell. Jim, Jim Caldwell. Caldwell. Yep. You are correct. I'm sorry. Yes, there's one, <laughs> one, one more coach removed. No, so you're right. But well, also you Wayne said you're a, Fonts. Well, no. you said you were, you're, you're a Colts fan, and that's yeah. what Caldwell. So that's the yes, whole thing. Yes. So you had that on lockdown there. Um, so yeah, then they fired him after a winning season to go with Matt Patricia, only to have uh, what four Regress. losing seasons, right? And their Regress. defense is not good at yeah. all. It's yeah, they lost a lot of their key defensive players. The team was abysmal. So. He just pissed away Matt Safford's career. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, that stuff always doesn't doesn't always translate well to the NFL. No. Or it translates to head coaching jobs. It's just just, just the way it is. Some, like you, well, like we said before, some guys have it, and it just clicks, and some guys just don't. And some guys, it takes a second. Bill Belichick wasn't successful during his first head coaching job. No. You know what I mean? Well, I, well, I, I think he had one or two good years, but they weren't they weren't. The Patriots level years, right? I was just say not the Bill Belichick years. Yeah. It's just sometimes you need the the right owner and the right situation. Having Tom Brady helps, but <laughs> you know sometimes it just clicks. Yeah, most certainly does. Most certainly does. Absolutely. Um, so really, so diving into kind of like our recap from this last week after uh, you filled in valiantly for uh, a Jaws Austin tangent of just random conversation for twenty minutes. Um, you know, starting things off on Thursday night football, uh, Cardinals and Seahawks. Um, what a game that was! And it wasn't I, bad. It wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. This is a good Russell Wilson game. Sure, uh, he needed one. He needed one. He's not. He hasn't been cooking. No, he you know is the not. phrase "Russ Ru, let Russ cook." He his kitchen's been closed for the last month. <laughs> and well, you know, COVID. I, that's, that's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, restrictions. You know, it kind of happens. He can only have ten people to eat in the <laughs> Russell's cooking restaurant now, so that's really probably hampering his ability. <laughs> so yes, it, it is definitely hampered. Um, but, you know, it, they played well. I thought, I was like, oh, man, look at the way this game is playing out. Kyler's going to do it again. Right. They had the ball the last last drive, and, and Kyler took three shots at the end zone, or three or four shots at the end zone. Larry Fitzgerald couldn't come up with it. I think they went look for that Isabella kid. Didn't look up Hopkins, but I think Seattle played a little bit smarter than the Bills did um, defensively on that. But, um but yeah, he couldn't pull it through. But I think it was a good it was a good game for the for, for Arizona. They split the series with Seattle, which is which is a good sign. In for them. in that division where everybody has a winning record and the whole division's like I don't know, like something like stupid, like twenty one and twelve versus twenty. You know, what I mean, as a whole, the division's it's, it's, unbelievable. The, the record is insane, right? It's yeah. Um, but yeah, good showing for uh, for for Kyler. Good showing for the Seattle. They needed it, you know. Prime, especially on prime time, it's always a big thing. But. Um, yeah, a lot, there's been a lot, of, even coming from myself, there's been a lot of doubts on on Russell Wilson. But I never blame Russell Wilson. His defense is having a historically bad year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of pressure to put on a guy. You know, you see it a lot. You know, a quarterback is, you know, quarter, all blame lays on a quarterback when when things go wrong. When sure. things go right, it's a team thing. Right. Uh, or maybe they have a goatee quarterback, which I, think, I feel like Russell Wilson is. But he's got to make up for so much lost Time, yards, points. Oh, for sure. That this defense is letting up on him. So, well, um, I think I think if, if Peyton Manning had the the Legion of Boom, he'd have six Super Bowl. Like, I mean, he would, oh, he had no defense most of his career. He had no defense. 
Yeah. Make up. I mean, oh my God, Peyton Manning lost another playoff game. Yeah, 38 35. He threw five touchdowns. He just right. didn't get it done. Yes, all You're his right. fault. I was just going to say, it sounds like it was his issue. That's yes. definitely what the problem is. Yep. <laughs> didn't, didn't Tom Brady win a Super Bowl? 10 7. My God, what that had been like. <laughs> I, I, come on. Yeah, it must be nice. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so they, they absolutely needed it. Um, Russ was back to, I don't want to say cooking, but he was, I would honestly say, vintage Russell Wilson. They had a halfway decent running game. He didn't turn the ball over. He threw for less than 200 yards, a yep. couple of touchdowns, and he just took care of the ball, which and is, that's all you need to do. Right, which is good. That means that the team is kind of, they're, they're like starting to rally a little bit. Maybe. Sure. Uh, Russ shouldn't have to do as much as he has. You know, I look at the Bills game, the the, the Bills game where, where where the Bills just really took it to Seattle. They, they picked apart that defense, and... I mean, Russell Wilson, aside from, I think he had two interceptions in that game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the amount of yards he threw for, like, that's insane. I've said it on my show. I'll say it on this one for the first time. I have this theory when it comes to, you know, who to blame when it comes to game losses. Okay. Um, 21 points and under, if your team does not win, it is the quarterback slash offense's fault. Okay. If, you're, if, if, there's, if the opposing team, you know, has, tw- you know, gets 21 points. If it's more than 21 points, it's a defensive problem. I don't think that's not a bad ratio there. That's, yeah. that's I it's, think it's fair. I mean, three touchdowns is, is about the average for about in, every in game. Mo- in 2020 modern NFL passing where everybody's in air yeah. raid offense, yeah, I would say that's I think that's it's a fair I think thing. it's a fair metric. There's a lot of games that end within I don't have the, the exact study, but I I know it's a lot of games end within like, you know, like a five, like give or take five points or so within, sure. yep. within you know, a 21 point or three touchdowns. Making game, Vegas so. odds makers' jobs really easy. Like everything's really easy. like giving three, taking three, when it's all right there. <laughs> really easy. So, um, so yeah, that was kind of, that's, that's always been my like mentality. But yeah, Russell, I mean, they haven't done Russell any favors. Going from being an MVP front runner to, I don't know who's a, well, it's probably Patrick Mahomes right now, but, right. Um, but yeah, I'm a different, I, it's, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes threw two whole entire interceptions last week, <laughs> bringing his season total to three. So I don't know. Maybe he's not your MVP candidate. He's really maybe just not. struggling mightily there. That's maybe not the best guy. It's you know, and 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 other news: the Jaguars are awful. You know, twenty-seven to three, whomping that the Steelers put on them. Yeah, I, I was hoping for a closer game because historically, Jags have the Steelers' number, right? And they play them really tough. And uh, they beat him twice in that. I mean, it was Blake Bortles at quarterback, but that 2017 year they beat him. They beat him in the regular season. They beat him in the divisional round. Um, but I know that I get the Jags are what they are. They're, Th- they're that that staunch Jaguars defense no longer exists. <laughs> that is uh... no. But it's like you watch them play against Green Bay last, like the previous mm-hmm. week, and I'm like, yo, they almost beat the Packers. They only lost what twenty one to twenty four. Sometimes you get a good matchup. You know what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes you, you just match up well against another team, and, yeah. and I think it looked that way. And also, I mean, you can't help but having nice special teams touchdowns. They had a punt return for a touch. Like so, they had all three sides of the ball kind of working with them last. They did last week. So. They did, but yeah, not against Pittsburgh. Just beat the piss out of them. So yes, they did as expected. And and, and <laughs> continue, continuing with the beatdowns on Sunday, the Panthers just whomping on the Lions. Going back to what we said about. Their defense not being great, although to your uh, your benchmarks, twenty to nothing, you're right on the cusp of it being an offensive and a defensive problem. <laughs> the allow twenty and it's, didn't yeah, score. Yeah, it's right in that even. gray area. Um, right. I mean, Jesus Christ, Matthew Stafford with 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 no po- can't none get points on the board. No, no field goal. It's not like Matt Prater's not a good kicker either. You right. only got to get kind of close. I think he missed. A, I have him started in fantasy. I think he missed a field goal. Right. You know, against the 
Carolina Panthers. This isn't the 2015 team with Luke Keekley and, uh, right, and some of those other rolling, studs. Yeah. This is it's not them. This is it's re, it's a rebuilding defense. Yep. And Matthew Stafford could uh, not move the ball. A defense that used all seven draft picks on defensive players. Yes. They didn't draft one single offensive yes. player. They had a young defense that maybe in two years might be very legit. Yeah. That we could be talking about comparing them to the team of five years ago. But <laughs> you lost to Rookies? I yeah. like well, what happened. There? I think it's, that's the first time they've been blanked at home in a long time, which is surprising for Detroit, a um, team that has gone zero sixteen. In the, <laughs> they have. Yeah. We say it's surprising, and then go. Actually, you know what? That's right on par. That's yeah. right where they. That's that sounds right. about right. But it's like I know Matthew Stafford so much. He, he's he, he. I think he's finally starting to break down as far as a, who he is as a player. For the lot, you know, five, three, like shoot, even last year, two years ago, before he got started getting the injury bug, I was like, man, this dude. Most underappreciated QB in, in, in the history of the NFL, and the Lions are doing, you know, what one of the most. And now he's starting to play to his critics, I think, criticisms right now. A little he's, bit. He's not playing. I know he's got some, you know, some kind of hand injury, but he's not playing well. He's turning the ball over. He's getting, you know, and it, I get it, it's a team sport, but um, Stafford's not doing the Lions any favors right now either, even though it's it's kind of complimentary in that respect it's it's tough i mean and you look at that game really and not to dive too much into it but i mean three running backs who averaged less than three yards a carry yeah i mean not not one guy in your team had any one good <laughs> rush and not like that i mean i mean adrian peterson's a senior citizen at this point i'm pretty sure his aarp card comes in the mail next week i mean carry on johnson's not looking good now maybe maybe their best offensive weapon in that game swift their the rookie running back he didn't play in that game so that might have affected it just a little bit but um I expect Adrian Peterson once to rip off a seven or an eight yard gain, but I mean, two point six yards a carry. Carryon Johnson two point eight yards a carry, and then you know Stafford being their third rusher at one point two <laughs> yards a carry. But I mean, no help from the running game. Uh, Kenny Galladay didn't play in this game, so I mean, your primary receivers out, but that just means somebody else has to step up. Everyone. Right, and obviously there, there, there's depth issues there. So every this... team has to do with injuries. It's not nobody's oh, in the. Corner crying, oh, the poor the Cowboys. They yeah, the, yeah. The Detroit, they didn't have any injury. You know, it's, nobody does that. <laughs> Everybody's got their own stuff to deal with, and it's just they'll 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 kick your teeth in and grin while they're doing it. Exactly, it's, it's the NFL. Can't uh, right, do that. right. You are professionals. Yep. Um, and then moving on from there, really, I mean, new again, another news break uh, here. Uh, Derrick Henry, still the man. <laughs> just he. Yeah, the Ravens had him contained for a little while. I have him in fantasy. I took him over Delvin Cook. Me three. Um, which was a bold move, I think, in my part. I, I could have had Delvin Cook, but I, there's been Derrick Henry's been more consistent. The Ravens had him like slowed down for most of the game, and then he ripped off that big run in overtime. Yep. But um, he had over 100 yards yeah. in the fourth quarter. Like it didn't look that way at the, at the half. He had like 15 carries for 40 yards. Yeah, it was looking not good. looking good. And then somewhere in the fourth quarter, they're like, "Yeah, that he eclipses 100." And I'm like, "Whoa, that was the tale of two halves there." <laughs> and then literally, like spot on, right afterwards, they go, "Boy, that was the tale of two halves." And I'm like, "Get out of my head! What do you stop it? <laughs> I just said that." <laughs> yeah, I, it was. There's a fun little rivalry, like cross division rivalry brewing between these two teams. Titans have obviously had their number the last, you know, mm-hmm. AFC Championship in this game. Sure. Um, did you see all the, the the pregame stuff that went down? Oh, were they standing on the logo and stuff oh, like that. Harbaugh was pissed. Him and Vrabel get... got into an argument, and then they went, they never shook hands at the end of the game. Like Des Bryant was like channeling his inner TO, <laughs> and then like he's out, and they stood on the logo. It was a whole thing. It's you can connect the dots any way you want to. There, That's... exactly. No, it was. Uh, 
yeah, it was a little feisty, but we got a little rivalry rivalry brewing uh, between those two teams. Even though the Titans have, have beaten them the last you know last two occasions, if I look back a little bit further, maybe I could find some more. But as long as Vrabel, Vrabel and, and and Harbaugh have been you know coached against each other, at least in the Lamar Jackson era, mm-hmm. uh, I mean Titans two and zero. That's that says something. We're seeing a, re- a big regression on Lamar Jackson uh, this year. It's it's a copycat league, and I think once one team showed out how to stop him or how to slow him down, yeah. it's you know you know I I think I was joking with Jaws about this a couple of weeks ago, um, and I say a couple of weeks, probably a month or two ago at this point. Guess we're in week eleven now. It's going <laughs> the season is progressing here. Yeah, um, I think one of my favorite quotes that um, James Harrison, the famed Pittsburgh linebacker, was on some talk show, and he goes, "You know what?" He goes, "This read option stuff drives me nuts." He goes, "Let me tell you why." He goes, "It's so easy to fix." And whoever the host was goes, oh, man, I can't. Please tell me. Please, yeah. Right, right. To tell me this this tidbit here. And he goes, listen, he goes, every single time they do a read option, he goes, blow up the quarterback. He goes, just de-cleat him, put him on the ground. He goes, I promise you, they'll either stop running that play, he goes, or he'll get rid of it so soon because he doesn't want to get hit yes. that it's now no longer a trick. It's no longer deceiving because he had to just put it in the running back's hand and run, run away. He goes, and that's and the guy was like, I absolutely love that. He's like, because everybody tries to get the ball carrier, but if you just blow up Lamar once or twice, yeah, oh, his, uh, his whole jarred. game changes. Yeah, it's, it's whole, different the way he plays changes. Yeah, I mean, every game that they lose, you hear something out of him, you know. So, it, and I'm not gonna sit here and trash him. He's an NFL athlete. I can never be that. But it's like, oh, we go, you know, he's on the athlete scale. Yeah, the, he is uh, in the 99th percentile yeah. of the league. <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's doing pretty well for himself in life. But you know, he's like, oh, you know, every time we go up the line, the defense knows what we're doing. I'm like, because you're so one dimensional. I mean, I I know Lamar's been mixing up as a passing and running quarterback, but um, you can't the the run thing can't last forever. It's not going to last forever. People know. Uh, it's 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 easier now. It's more understood now on how to deal with with running quarterbacks. And this was a big stigma that people had coming into, you know, this season. They're like, oh, is he going to develop? And you know, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. He between year one and two, he progressed. But this year, I'm not. See- I'm just not seeing it. I don't know if it's a team thing. He he did lose like, you know, he's lost some linemen. It doesn't help your case either. But. Uh, you know, I think the jur- if if he can't perform next year, I think they're going to pick up his fifth year option. But if he can't perform next year, I think there's some serious doubts about Lamar's longevity. I, in the I, NFL. Th- I think they have to, right? I mean, they got to pick up. I mean, I, I look at his yeah. la- his last season. I mean, he had 3,100 passing yards and then 36 touchdowns. So I mean, it's not like he was allergic to the end zone or anything. He had another 1,200 yards on the ground, another seven rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at some point, it's it's winning football games. It's your personal stats. And hey, great, he ran for 100 yards, and he's the only quarterback to ever do that. Okay, they lost. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. That's fine. It's 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 our Peyton Manning argument all over again. Yeah, you <laughs> threw five touchdowns. Yeah, but no, but lost. they lost. But right. You lost. Yeah. At some point, it's 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 winning football games. It's not about most well, fantasy wise. He's he's phenomenal. He's like the best quarterback. Okay, but he was, he was three and whatever. It's it's not, you know. At the end of the day, it's a business, and the business is winning football games and winning championships. Yeah, and I think right now where the, where the, the Ravens are at, I mean, I, we had this conversation on our uh, two-point episode. Well, when, I, I'm going to drop this episode when we're done recording, but um, we talked about quarterbacks and stuff. It's like, well, where the Ravens are at right now, Lamar is still their best option. Sure. You know, maybe you find somebody in free agency. I don't think there's, like, that too many high-caliber people that are going to either, 
you know, be available on the free market or, or last long. That some some they're going to resign, some of them are going to retire. But uh, you know, I I still think that the, the Ravens they just have to look at themselves. Uh, you know, with this offseason, this upcoming offseason, I'm not saying their year's done yet, but they have to reimagine this offense. All right, it can't be uh, Lamar looking for the run first. It's like right. you got you got to pass. You got to be a little bit better with your reads and. He has he has performed well as a passer. He has getting gotten better as a passer, but he, he, the the running stuff it it. And I know he ran over my Colts a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> uh, you know that there's there's definite there's room for, there's definite room for improvement. You and you know what drives me nuts about them is is their lack of usage of the running backs to run the football. You know what I mean? You draft yeah. this rookie and J.K. Dobbins, who I think really could be a stud. I think you know you could make an argument that he might become the best running back of that class. Yeah. Um, especially on a team with high volume runs, like they run more than any other team in football, but most of it's Lamar. You know what I mean? And at some point, it's just different when you're running the ball with a running back and then play action is working off of that um, versus you're just running as the quarterback, so they're always spying you, they're always looking at you. It just becomes less effective. I don't know. It's just different. Which is, I mean, it's true. Yeah, if, if, if defenses are planning for you to run, that means they're prepared for your running backs to run. Right, you know, it, it, it's 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 right there. It, right. It's it's and they're they're doing themselves a disservice, unfortunately. Right. So at some point, you got to just take a three or a five or a seven step drop back and throw the football. It's it, but every single thing they do is we're gonna fake the run first, and then maybe throw it. Right, you know what I mean. And if and listen, and that sounds like that could be confusing, but it, but if that's if you're a one trick pony and that's all you ever do, I'm pretty sure defensive coordinators get paid millions of dollars to defend exactly <laughs> that. So it's like, yeah, we'll figure it out. And, and the tape just keep, yeah, like you, you said before, it's a, it's a copycat league, and the tape just keeps getting better and better to work against what the Ravens have had to offer. So, yep, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so I mean, so a great great run there in overtime. You know, Titans end up winning, get the gets the edge there. Um, and then moving on, we had the the monsoon bowl. Of, oh, we just got breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Ravens Steelers, which is supposed to be Thursday night football, has been postponed to Sunday afternoon. Oh, all right. So, so that's supposed to be the main event for Turkey Day. The the aforementioned J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, yeah. uh, both testing positive for COVID. Oop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> But, but yeah, so well, which is a bummer because Turkey Days. I don't want to say all about football because that would seem selfish of me when you're around your family to say it's all about football. To me, it is. I, but, I, prefer, <laughs> I prefer football to some of my family members. Sometimes. I listen. <laughs> I, I'm going. I'm going to my future in-laws uh, uh, tomorrow, and we said, "Hey, what time's food?" And his, her, my fiance's father said, "Well, you know, the football starts at like noon, so we're gonna eat at like 11:30." <laughs> uh, it was. A, it's not like he said we'll start watching it and then we'll have food at some point in between. No, he said, "Well, football starts, so we're gonna eat at like 11 a.m." And I was that like, is oh. the, "That is the type of family that I would want to be around." Right. That's so the. You, it looks like you're 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 moving in on, on a really good family. Yes, so. right. That's good. good they care good about the important things. We're not going to give thanks or do anything like <laughs> we're going to watch football. That. It's right. been a bad yes. year. Let's 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 cheer let's cheer on football. I'm thankful for football, but now I'm thankful for one less game now on Thursday because there's no primetime game. I was really looking forward to that game too. Damn it, yeah, it's all right. Although I mean, I'm not surprised. It's not like they had close proximity where they just had, you know, they were added to the list like they got COVID. You know right. I mean? So that it's better a, to just be prepared. Correct. So that blows. Thanks for that depressing note. Okay. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 
So let's see. Continuing on with our, so we had the Monsoon Bowl there. I mean, which what an ugly football game that was. I mean, we don't even have to spend that much time on it. I mean, Carson Wentz looked awful. Baker did not look much better. It's, I thought they'd be running the ball a ton. The Eagles did not have 100 rushing yards. No, I, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, Philly's the best team in the NFC East, and now I'm just... We're just setting the bar on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a very good bar. Uh, it's not a very high up bar, but... Uh, yeah, I don't have a. I don't have. They've they've regressed while teams like the Giants and the and the football team are finding their groove. And the Dallas, I mean, Dallas beat Minnesota. They played Pittsburgh tough, you know. So Philadelphia is getting cold at the very wrong time, and everybody is else is getting getting hot at the right time. So uh, and that's what it is. It's yeah. really just getting hot at the right time. It's the only. I mean, in that division, you might only have to win six games to host a playoff. I don't game, know so if we got a big event for. I'm looking at like uh, my brother. We he does the picks episodes with us, and a mm-hmm. couple. And he brought up a point last week that the the eventual NFC East champion might not get their well. They probably won't get their fifth win if they get five wins until December, which is pretty astounding. Um, so, so yeah. It'd be interesting that the, the runner-up in that division might have like a top five draft pick. Like that, like you're either gonna be in the playoffs or pick a top round talent, in, in that division, which I don't know that I've ever had that before. Doubtful, highly doubtful. Yeah, that's uh, it's this is the this is the worst uh, total division I, action I've ever seen. Um, you know, we've seen seasons where a seven, eight, and one team won the post. I think was it Seattle a couple years ago. Yes, that was the Marshall oh, Lynch Beastquake. Yeah, yep. that's what that was. The Beastquake, and you know, uh, but this is the worst as a complete division that I've ever seen. So uh, it's getting it's given more like the NFC East haters or people who want to revise the way the playoffs are put. It's given them a lot of ammunition, but it's like this doesn't happen all the time. It can't possibly be like this every single year. Last two years have been, you know, interesting. So. I mean, which kind of leads us into our next game. I mean, it's just kind of funny to think about. But, like, the Saints could go to Philly for a playoff game. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I mean it it's, just sounds absurd to say that Philly could host a game and they and then Drew Brees has to travel. It's uh, it's honestly surprising. I think right now. Or, the, or Tom Brady, for that matter. Really Tom Brady. That. I think Tampa is the fifth. No, they're the seventh seed right now. I think Seattle is number five. And they right now, at this point in time, they would be traveling to Philadelphia, but it's like and and but it's like yeah, I mean this is incredible. Like if I'm a wild card, I want that five spot. I want that five spot. You know, it, I mean some of these teams are, are they're, they're surprising. Like the Gi- like I said, the Giants have been playing tough. They almost beat the Brady and the Bucks. They've lost. They they you know they lost to a lot of good teams by a score like a touchdown at the absolute most. But right now, if I'm a if I know if my division leader is way too ahead of me in, in the NFC. I am fighting for that fifth, that fifth seed. Uh, right. I don't give a. Cri- I, I will make a miracle <laughs> run. I want that fifth seed, and honestly, with with the the competition at the NFC and the way that everything's been shuffling around, there's a good chance that a five seed, I mean six seed or seven seed, can end up making it to the Super Bowl. It's. I don't really see. I mean, the Chiefs are always going to be strong, and obviously that the Pittsburgh's undefeated. So I mean, yeah. there's that. Um, but I don't see anybody who's overpowering where then like when you watch them play you go wow how are they not the favorite or, or they have to be the whatever that you want to put in there on the NFC side right everybody's kind of beating everybody right at, except Philadelphia right um, <laughs> but it's all shuffled around right Arizona's beaten the Rams they've beaten uh they beat Seattle. Tampa Bay's beating Green Bay. Green Bay's beat. You know, it's just it's all over right. the place. And then Green Bay like almost loses to Jacksonville. To your point earlier, right. do you know what I mean? So there are times that they look 
Like, wow, they just hose that team. And then they go out and get blown out the next week. Like, what what happened? Like, yeah. what, what, what went on there? Honestly, it's, yeah, it was just, it, the NFC is fun, but I think we have our seven teams locked in. I don't think, I thought Minnesota might make a run, and they still possibly could, but I just, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think the seven teams that are going to the postseason are locked in. It's just a matter of where they finish. AFC is a, is a lot more intriguing um, as far because there's there's going to be like two or three good teams that don't make the postseason. Right. I mean, the Bills obviously sitting there, but the Dolphins are in the hunt. Dolphins, Chiefs, Cleveland, Raiders, yeah. Titans, Ravens, Colts. That whole AFC North. I mean, Colts, Titans. It's been how many how many teams have more than seven wins? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six teams have more than seven wins. Yeah. Um, so I'm really going to come right down to it because we still got at least five weeks left of the season. So yeah, five, six weeks. Yep. So it's going to be um, an interesting conclusion that in the hunt graphic that they show on Sundays is going to change like every 30 <laughs> seconds. Like somebody's going to score a touchdown, they're going to go up, oh, update the graphic. We got to change that. It's been uh, it's been nuts. But uh, moving on, we got uh, let's see, Jets and Chargers, which is a game that was way closer than I think it should have been. I mean, yeah, the what's Chargers, going on with the Chargers? Chargers won by eight. You know what? So. Um, the Chargers had this graphic last year, and I think it's the same thing this year, um, that if you flipped every game that they lost by less than a touchdown, like so like something where they went downfield and scored or the other team didn't go downfield yeah. and scored, they were like 11-5 and five, opposed to getting a top. You know this what I mean? the Chargers, like, right? Right. I fully agree. That's literally been the Chargers' story for as long as I can remember. It's their story this year. Right, and that's what I, I mean. mean how many teams they, losing close how many games did they lost in, in heartbreak? Like, I think they... They lost to Denver. I mean, they had the lead up on Tampa Bay. They were beating the Chiefs. Chiefs in week one. Uh, yeah. You know, they were winning against a lot of good teams. You know, Saints. I think they were. Yeah, Saints. They were winning on. Um, I think they almost had it on the Raiders, and the Raiders scored like a last second touchdown, or or I forgot what it was. Just a couple weeks ago, but that's they can't finish games, and that's a. I mean, that's a defense. It's. I think it's a defensive issue, but you know, this has been the Chargers' identity for a long time. I mean, they've so, always been one of the best worst teams. So I mean, so looking at it, so I mean, sixteen thirteen, they beat the Bengals. Yeah. Then they lost to the Chiefs by a field goal, lost to the Panthers by four, lost to the Bucks by a touchdown, lost to the Saints by a field goal, beat the Jags, the Broncos beat them by one, the Raiders beat them by five, the Dolphins beat them by like once. I mean, every day at no point have they just been like blown out of a game. They've lost at least four games by less than six points. Yeah. Which is almost. I don't want to see if they try to do that. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's, <laughs> I think it's easier to get blown out than you know what I mean? it, it most certainly is. Yeah, it's it's definitely difficult to, to be that close all of the time, um, and that's what gives me hope. Like my brother's a Chargers fan, so that's um, nobody's perfect. That's okay. Sometimes right. we got to do with things in our families. It's, that's <laughs> exactly. I mean, I I've been a Philip Rivers fan since God knows when. So, uh, but it's like man, like I remember watching Philip Rivers. He threw for like five hundred. Three five hundred four yards against the Packers, and they still lost a couple, like four, like five or six years ago. I remember this, and I'm just like, oh my god, this team is abysmal. <laughs> but that's that's just been them. That's just been them forever. So that's how they roll. I mean, and really, and we talked about how almost gushing really over how good Justin Herbert's been. Yeah, and, I, and so I think things are on the rise for them. It's you would like to think so. Mm-hmm. You would like to, it's it's a matter of whether their general manager can put a a, a quality team around him. You have to build around him, though. Uh, he's the most important uh, thing. Even though I, I feel like Tyrod's, you know, tenure as a QB one in, in Los Angeles was sabotaged, 
it was the best thing for the team, if Correct. that makes any sense. I mean, and one man does not a team make, but, I mean, having Austin Eckler go down, like a guy you thought was going to be your starting running back yeah. has missed, like, almost most of the season. Here. I mean, it's like seven or eight weeks he's been out it's, now. And that's that's tough. They just paid him. He's right. actually a really underappreciated running back. Correct. And, uh, you know, it, but you can see Herbert's, like, rapport with Keenan Allen is, like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, crazy. What a resurgence that guy's had. And he's always been good. Yeah. M- maybe the most underrated receiver Probably in the yes. league, really. I would have to be honest, right? Justin Herbert's, yeah, brought a little bit of a, a revival to like his appeal. I think as a fan, one is a fantasy option, and two is just anybody who's a fan of Keenan Allen. Correct. Well, he does, he does things that you'd call the right way. He's not overly flashy. Right. He's not that diva. He doesn't have four three speed. He's not stretching the field. He's a root running technician who's 6'3", 215 pounds, and he just catches everything. It's just how he Yeah, I, I think that was, there was some stat where he's like the fastest to get a certain amount of completion or catches or yards yeah, or like something like that. Yeah, like fastest person to like 700 catches or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think something that's what silly. it was. It was yeah. I mean, and really, if you said that, people would go, I'm like, oh, it had to be Des Bryant. Or, you, know, you know what I mean? I understand Des doesn't play <laughs> like, but it, it would have been somebody else who was you know good right from the get-go. For sure. It, like, it wasn't Larry Fitzgerald. It wasn't Jerry Rice. Like it's not one of those guy, two guys that hold every it's Keenan Allen record. Who, right. Who was very good, but I what, right now when I hear his name, I don't think like shoe in Hall of Famer. Right. right. Of all things, yeah. and yet he's slowly just under the radar breaking records. <laughs> and I mean, eighty-one catches for eight hundred and thirty-five yards so far this season, and six touchdowns. And people go, and he's probably top five receivers right now statistically yeah in the nfl but people don't oh i'm voting for the pro bowler oh he's voting for oh, hopkins or and Diggs is in that conversation fantastic but they just they gloss right over him oh it's, right over keenan like, allen yeah yep like he's not even there he's a charger yeah, well, that's <laughs> what it is you know what it's west coast they played at a different time yeah it's not right that has yeah. to be what it is if he played in new york well he'd be terrible but that's it he'd be getting more notoriety <laughs> there it's, it's just different for sure Oh, moving on with our a weekly recap. So let's see. Uh, like you said, Cowboys getting a dub. I thought for sure Vikings were going to win that game. That Cook was just going to run the ball all over them. Yeah, just and keep feeding them. But the, the Cowboys offense looked really good underneath Andy Dalton. Three touchdowns, only one pick. That's a good start. That's not bad at all. I Elliot, mean, Elliot especially over what, we yards. what we've seen with Andy Dalton before. You know, he came out and he laid an egg against like Arizona on Monday Night Football against right. Arizona. Yeah, against it was it against Arizona. So. Uh, they look good. I mean, this is the best Ezekiel Elliott's looked this year. This is the best the wide receivers have looked. So things are changing. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a it's it's a good sign for like Mike McCarthy. Is it it's Mike McCarthy? Yep. Um, I almost yep. said McCartney. I'm like, no, it's not the Beatles guy. Uh, Mike you McCartney. say that, then I got to start saying it. it's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I like I like what I get from Mike McCartney. Um, what he seems to be doing with this team. They're, they had no business just hanging in there with Pittsburgh and leading them most of the te- most of the games. So I think that was the start of something perhaps a little special. And you know, like I said, this is the right time to get hot. You know, just, oh, for just sure. went out and uh, as bad as the NFC is, East is amongst the entire ranks of the NFL. I'm actually really excited to see who ends up making the postseason. It'll be interesting for sure. And it, 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 the crazy thing is, I don't know if it's scheme or what it is, but those teams aren't completely devoid of talent. It's not like they don't have guys who like ought to go to a Pro Bowl on those. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's 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 weird. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Eagles because like all of the receivers were hurt. Like at one, I think I read a couple of weeks ago that I got, I got a Bleacher Report that said uh, Eagles have one healthy receiver at practice. Yeah. That like yeah. I, I, what's that's ironic that in a year with with so many people hurt, that Carson Wentz of all people is is probably the most healthiest person on that team right now. 
Honestly. Right. The, Honestly. Guy, the guy's made out of scotch tape, but he's the only one, he's the only one holding it together. Him and, uh, him and Gronkowski get together and go to scotch tape meetings. It's a whole thing. It's just They tape each other. Right. It's what it is. It's how we're rolling. Um, so the game that I'm sure you're super excited to talk about, Colts yeah. beating the Packers now, oh, just man. rolling. That was an emotional roller coaster for me. <laughs> it's a roller coaster I, of emotion. I, I, it was. I honestly like I've had a rough 2020, and <laughs> so I put my happiness in, in football games now because nothing else goes right. So for them, to, and the Colts have let me down so many times, right? This is, I know it sounds spoiled because, you know, the Bills have had, had like nearly 20 years of bad luck, and um, We've had 20 different quarterbacks. You've had like three in I the know. last two decades. But when you look at it from my, my spoiled-ass Colts fan perspective, in the last decade, we... We, we cut Peyton Manning. <laughs> to watch him then go to two Super Bowls in Denver. <laughs> and have the best season a quarterback has ever had. ever had. All right. We draft one of the greatest quarterback prospects of all time, and he's – we don't put a team around him. He, he's unhealthy. He gets hurt, and then he retires before the age of 30, two weeks before the Went football season. full Barry Sanders on you guys, just up I drafted and him left. in fantasy an hour prior to that happening. <sighs> All right, heartbroken. <laughs> I, I told my dad, I'm like, I know we're doing this family foot fantasy draft thing, but I have to go. And I have to go right now because I might throw a table. So um, so it's been a rough year. You know, they've only won the division, I think, once or twice. Maybe even, oh, no. It's been a few times. I know oh, it might have been only once or twice because the Texans won it six six times in the last decade. Uh, Jacksonville won it once. So maybe two or three times. But it's just... It, it for a team maybe I, my expectations are just really high for the Colts because of what I grew up with with Peyton Manning and them, but um, it's been disappointing. For, first world problems, we'll the, call it that. You know, you know what, Matt? And, and I feel bad that you feel bad. So a little 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 staff factoid here for you to make you feel better. The Colts have won the AFC East more recently than the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't play in that division anymore. <laughs> they the Colts have won the AFC East more recently than the Buffalo. I Bills. do love that one. I do love that one. Only when I'm I love that one when I'm discussing football with with. There's Bills fans that I absolutely love, and then there's Bills fans that I absolutely hate and I can't converse <laughs> with. And I love bringing that one up, just a little twist the knife a little bit. But um, but yeah. So but this was a great. I mean, this is their best. Obviously, their best performance of the year. Oh sure. It's it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Green Bay. They have a really, really good team. And like this loss, like Packers fans, if you're listening, it doesn't take anything away from this. I mean, it, it, it emotionally it probably sucks to lose on a field goal in overtime. Oh, sure. Especially the way that, that like the turnovers happen. It's, oh my goodness. I like so many fumbles. I'm like, hold on to the football. Like, yeah. what are you doing? At Marquez uh Valdez Scanling. Valdez Scanling, you know, that big fumble he had in overtime. First or second play in overtime and they turn it over. Uh well, it's probably a couple more plays than that, but you know they have a really good team, and it's like it sucks. I hated hearing that he was getting like death threats and stuff. I hate fans sometimes. But well, the guys that remember what happened to Buffalo, like was it Leotis McKelvin? No, we were yeah. beating the Pats, and like, and he brought the ball to the end zone and fumbled it, and Tom yeah. Brady got it back and scored, and they won the game. And yeah. people like burned his front lawn and yeah. lost. I mean, just at the end of the day, it is just sports. It it's is just for our entertainment. You know, if, it's imagine. I mean, we feel bad enough. Uh, we feel, you know, we feel angry and stuff. Imagine how these guys feel. Uh, right, like you he know, doesn't hate himself. That they, if I they get screw up name, that badly at yeah. my job, I, I don't want to go to work. Then you know what I mean. Right. And they, they get their name dragged through the mud right. and on and TV, and their job is on the line. Their legit, their the way that they pay their bills is on the line. So, 
I, I don't know. It's it's always tough. But no, this is a, I mean this is a really good game for the Colts. I thought they executed well. Um, I still don't know how they got called for like five or six straight holding calls. It doesn't make any sense to me. Was, but I mean, Reuben Brown once said that there's holding on every single play, and if it just depends on if they not they want to. There call is. It. I it's, was starting to. I was starting to think. <laughs> Uh, I was starting to think like the fix is in. Yeah, the, they really want <laughs> the NFL really wants the Packers to win this game, um, but no, I was very happy. That was my favorite game. You know, me being a Philip Rivers fan, that was my favorite game of him as a Colt. I thought he played well. Jonathan Taylor finally had a, a, a good game. Finally, finally, for a kid that was supposed enough. to be a stud the whole season. I was literally thinking he's going to be a bust. Uh, Frank Reich, who I've questioned his offensive uh, play calling at times. This is the best game that he ever scripted. The defense played really, really good. Aaron Rodgers hardly seen the field. The Colts having a top five defense. Like, what's that about? I mean, Manning's over there doing Peyton's places, going, "Where the hell was it <laughs> for t- ten years? Yeah. What was that?" I mean, I mean, and really, and I think they, it, it speaks credits to their front office with how much of it's Jim Irsay versus their GM or whatever. But yeah. um, a concentrated effort and really and hitting on picks to. To draft Darius Leonard is unbelievable, and then you get, I think, a, a steal in Bobby Oriki, who's pro football focus is like one of the top linebackers under twenty five yeah. in the league. And they got that safety this year, Julian Blackman. Yep. Like, and he's he, he they didn't I don't think they expected him to to, to start as soon because he did have an ACL tear last right. year. But dude, he's made some of the most clutch plays. He picked off Joe Burrow in their game against them in the final moments. Uh, he he recovered the fumble this mm-hmm. week in overtime. Like he's. Made some very very clutch plays and has been a very important part of this this defense oh, unit across, so. across the board. I mean, then you got guys like I mean, you know, Clayton Gaithers leaves, yeah. you know what I mean, and she got this no name fifth round pick named Kari Willis, and you're like, what What is his name? Like, <laughs> his first name's Kerry? No, yeah. no, it's, it's Kari. It's Kari Willis. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's playing good. They, right. they trade their first round pick for, for DeForest, DeForest Buckner, hundred percent. Yep. And it's like at first you're like, oh. No. And, and then gave him like a hundred million dollars. They gave him a lot of I, money. It was a lot of money for but, a D tackle. And I'm like, but he's earned it, right? He's been earning I, it. He very easily could have gone the way of the Marcel Darius, the Albert Hainsworths of the world. Get those paid and D- just regress and just yep. stop, right? Yep. Um, to his credit, he has not done that. So, which is so been I'm happy. Good. Him and Justin Houston have been a fun unit um, on the defensive line. They're disruptors. They may not get like they're getting sacks and stuff, but. Um, the big thing is that they're disrupting people in the passing game and making it easier, a little bit easier on the secondary. So, hundred percent, it it is good to see. I mean, as a person who was a Peyton Manning fan, he was my favorite player. I had his fat head <laughs> on my wall. Right. I had the whole thing. I have I have two Manning jerseys, one for the Colts and one for the Broncos. Um, so do I. I got a few over there. Yeah, that's oh yeah, it's the, the shirt <laughs> rack. I can send a C over there. there you go. But uh, it is it is nice to see them doing well, even yeah. though it's another AFC team and then Buffalo Bills. But that's, that's fine. <laughs> Um, moving on to our Sunday night game, uh, Chiefs and Raiders, which um, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be close. There were uh, just, I think, a large group of people that thought, well, the Raiders beat them last time, so the Chiefs are just going to just roll them this time. Right? Yeah. This game should have been a four-touchdown blowout, and it was anything but. My, my thing is this. Fans, start putting some respect on Derek Carr's name. Derek Carr is actually really good uh, you know what and I, I don't mean to, to belittle your comment right from the get-go i give so much credit to john gruden i think coaching he has and done that well. situation and being a the quarterback guru you can't see the air quotes i'm putting up right now <laughs> but it's uh it's just i think a lot of it's coaching it has it certainly has helped but if you look at Derek carr's numbers throughout the years while he's never been a you know the best uh in yardage he's he hasn't had a whole lot of help around him he did have amari cooper for a few years mm-hmm. but Defensively and stuff, it's just not a team built to help him out. 
Um, he has like only three interceptions on the season this year. I think Take, taking care of the football, doing yep. really well, and that's important. He's not game managing; he's actually being aggressive. Um, and I think he's honestly like I, I come into s- uh, a season every year, and I see I look at fantasy football rankings. Like I think it's the easiest way to kind of judge. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's an easy and fun way to kind of gauge a uh, a player and, and what people think about them. And he's always low. He's always really on the low end. And I don't know. I see him perform. I picked up. I waited till the thirteenth round to pick up a fantasy quarterback this year. It was Derek Carr, <laughs> and I've started him every week. And he it's, is, a, it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's <laughs> see if it pans out for him. And well, it's, it's yeah. doing okay. It was. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm seven two and one. So I, all right, I, it's not too bad. But I mean, yeah, he's. I think yeah, nineteen to three, nineteen to three touchdown interception ratio. Oh yeah, this year, which is really really good. That's phenomenal. I mean, people talk about Mahomes only having three picks. Well, yeah, him yeah. and Derek Carr. It's yeah, for sure. You know, and he's got a good supporting case. He has Josh Jacobs. He has, uh, oh, Rugs. He's got Hunter Renfro, yes. Darren Waller. There's a whole. I mean, he's got a lot of there's help. talent there for sure. You know, I think the Raiders are a playoff team. I think Raiders fans should be excited. But, um, I mean they. They were legit. They just left. Their biggest thing was they left too much time on the clock. Yep, and and that's that's tough to do. You can't do that against Patrick Mahomes or any elite quarterback in the NFL. And uh, but yeah, I I love me some Derek Carr. Nobody talks about him. I was I we talked about him on yesterday. Him, oh, him and Keenan Allen should get together and go bowling. Apparently, <laughs> they should go just hang out. They and be should. Like, Nobody talks about you. Yeah, man. Fuck me neither. <laughs> Nobody else is unbelievable. I know you didn't great. get to go to the Pro Bowl. I want to go to Hawaii. Some of this. This is unbelievable. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I think Derek Carr should should stay in, 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 well, now Vegas, but he should stay with the Raiders for a long time. I don't think there's any question of what he can offer this team. It's just he's he's never had a real team, like a good supporting cast around him. He did the one year, and he got hurt. Right. Uh, I think they went 12-3 and three with him. And, uh, you know, just they started losing pieces, but Gruden took over and, and changed the whole uh, atmosphere. Uh, I think he's got him on the, trending in the right, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that unfolds. For sure. Moving on, and we kind of glossed on this a little bit to start our show. Um, but Monday nights, Rams and Buccaneers. And I there's another one that, uh, again, Vegas Ozmakers just doing work out there. I thought <laughs> that Tom Brady had this game. I don't want to say it as a Bills fan, but that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, and as far as our pick on this show, I think uh, Jaws and Nick had uh, the Rams and the correct pick, and Taylor and myself had uh, the Bucks. So we were wrong this week. I understand week. what we saw, but I mean, it was a good, I mean, it was a close game. It was a certainly close game. Enjoying but. football game, which is all you can ask for in a lot of this stuff. We talk about being yeah. entertainment-wise. Especially prime time. Like, Monday Night Football is historically not good. Right. Like, I have, I mean, the the matchups aren't interesting, right? Or sometimes there's a good matchup and the game just does, it's not as fun. So for to see you know a a, a well hyped I think it was a well hyped up matchup, deservedly so. The Rams are a lot better than I thought they were. They are the, currently the number two seed in the NFC mm-hmm. and they're number one in the NFC West. Uh, then the matchup against the Bucks, who got off to a hot start, but honestly they haven't been aside from beating the crap out of the Panthers, they really haven't had a. It, it, this last month hasn't been good. They they rightfully and should have lost to the Giants. I, I think they played a Monday Night Football, but Brady and the Bucks are like one. I think one and three right now in prime time, and they have another prime time game coming up this week too. To my understanding, I believe I believe they do. I have to double. You know, I, I my one of my favorite memes from this week, and it probably came from NFL memes on Facebook. Um, 
was it's Tom Brady like kind of hanging his head, and it says he's like one in three with five touchdowns and five picks yeah. in his primetime games, and then the, like the bottom picture is just like Jameis Winston like doing that Kermit the Frog like oh, look yeah, to his yeah. side thing where he's just like you go you know, everybody hated when I threw five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns and thirty picks, and here he is with a losing record, yeah, and just as many picks as he has touchdowns. Yeah. It's a little in bit primetime of karma. Games. A little bit of karma. Just, I, I want to see Jameis get his redemption, but. Um, I don't know when that's going to come. I don't think it's going to come with the Saints, but I thought for sure. I really, I was surprised. I th- we did a Taysom whole discussion Hill, topic right? last week on Jameis Winston taking over, and then they announced Taysom. I'm like, oh shit, retract. <laughs> 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 Got to retract it. <laughs> Got to take back what we said. So yeah, it, it would have been interesting. I mean, I would have liked to have seen what Jameis would have done. I mean, we kind of know what he is. Um, I think Sean Payton. Cheers a lot of those weaknesses. I think that he's an offensive-minded guy who's a, a player's coach, and people seem to like him a lot. Um, Look at some of the stuff they've had to deal with over the last couple, even this season, right? Michael Thomas has been out for most of the season. They're still winning games. Well, if he'd stop punching teammates, maybe he'd get on the field fast. Slant, slant Boy. Slant right. Boy. That's his nickname from Malcolm Jenkins, Slant Boy. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Drew Brees is not – I mean, he's a legend, but he's not Drew Brees of two, three, four years ago. You could definitely tell he's he's his age is there. You know, it's it's definitely affected him. Manuel Sanders, like he's had a hodgepodge of guy. It, the Saints have had a hodgepodge of, of issues to deal with this year, and the fact that they're the number one seed in the NFC right now is incredible. Especially the the fact that they they stand head and shoulders in in an NFC South, which I thought was going to be a little bit more competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's still it's like Brady and the Bucks are playing decent. Carolina, they had a, they were interesting in the first like month and a half. Uh, I thought Atlanta was going to be a little bit better, but um, I mean, yeah, this is this is it for Breeze, though. There's no way uh, there's no way he's coming back next year. It, it'll be interesting. It, it'll see how long this this road goes. I mean, the only thing that I think might and it's uh, bring him back in a vanity thing is that with this rib injury, and I think he had like something ridiculous, like eleven cracked ribs or something, like, and a yeah. punctured lung or they, something ridiculous. It was like four at first, and then it was like eleven. They, right. they, they looked back and it was like eleven, and yeah, punctured lung or something like that, or. Something like yeah, it was it, so so he's gonna be out for a while, yeah. and and you got now Brady. How many touchdown passes is Brady gonna be in front of him after this injury? I don't think a ton, but seven, yeah, eight. I don't know. He has one good game, ten maybe. I think at some point somebody's gotta retire first. I don't know who it's gonna be, <laughs> but somebody's gonna go first. Unfortunately, I think it's gonna be Breeze, even though, yeah. I, well, Tom Brady has not broken ribs, and you know, at forty he's, something he's years honestly, old, he's honestly he's he's been. I mean, aside from that ACL tear, which is, or whatever, when in two thousand eight, he's been healthy throughout his entire career. Yep, he's he has his style of offensive play is so, and if they cater to it, it, it works really well. But he has safeguards. He he doesn't get hit often. Um, if he does, uh, it, you know. It's very rare, but he has those safety valves where he'll just dump it off the running backs if he's in danger. Mm-hmm. And it works. If he gets hit, you know, it's a roughing the passer call usually um, in, in the Bucks or formerly the, the Patriots' favor. But um, Brady's been, you know, has had one of the safer styles of play of NFL over a long period of time, too, which is pretty remarkable. He made he literally made a career about on throwing check down passes to speed running backs who would catch it five, three or five yards away and then turn it to like a 10, 15 yard gain. It's unbelievable what oh, he's it, done. It's crazy. I mean, how, how many passes did he throw to Wes Welker just past the line of scrimmage? And Welker or Edelman or yeah. whomever did most of the work. Yeah. He's honestly, it, it, it's since, I mean, ra- after the Randy Moss experiment ended right. in pa- the Patriots, he hasn't been a deep ball guy. 
He, he right, he's not like throwing the long, the the deep ball regularly. Mm-hmm. With this Tampa Bay Bucks offense, which is an air raid style of offense, this is the most he's ever thrown, I think, downfield. Right. So I think that's why we're starting to see an uptick of interceptions for him. It's a, it's a different style of play, but I mean, I think for the most part, he's adapted pretty well. I mean, if you look back and forth, you know, back to last year, what this Tampa Bay Bucks team is to what it is this year, I know, you know, uh, Brady and the Bucks are what are they seven and seven and three? Seven. They're seven and three. I mean that. that so, well, now I'm sorry. Seven and four now. It's seven yeah, and four. Yeah. Okay, it's seven yeah. and four. It's va- I mean, it, it, it's it's a, it's a big it's a big testament to what Brady has brought to the table. So, um, you know, I, I know everybody loves to hate hate on him, and it's it's it, trust me, it's very easy to, um, and, and in some instances, but uh, but yeah, I mean, he's I think he's he's transitioned very well to this to this very different style of offense from what Bill Belichick was running mm-hmm. in uh, in New England. Hundred percent. I mean, and in, it's tough to rag on the guy and to, and to say how much of it's father time. He's in maybe the greatest assembled offensive talent in the NFL. <laughs> and Antonio Brown's your slot receiver. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what you, you got Antonio Brown, who I mean, he's still got he's still got some some stuff to prove. But I mean, you're already coming to the season with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You had two significant tight ends in O.J. Howard and Cameron Brate. Cameron and then Brate. they add Rob Gronkowski to that. Add Gronk. They had that, that Scotty Miller dude who came out of nowhere. He stepped up. Yep. They draft Tyler Johnson. They sign Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's insane. They, I mean, McCoy hasn't really done a whole lot. But. Well, that's two years in a row now. At some point. You <laughs> just, just, hashtag players in their last season. Yeah. Uh, McCoy. I, I know. He's, I love him, He's man. ring chasing, man. He's ring chasing. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. He thought he had it last year, and he did. But he didn't get to dress. How do you not dress? I felt bad. It was a if shame on Andy Reid. You didn't let the guy dress. Yeah, he's like Super Bowl game. Yeah, or? it probably was. You know, it was probably his last one. But um, I mean, who knows? Who 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 really knows? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, they really they really acquired a super team here. Their defense has been playing pretty a lot better over the last couple. You know, over the season, I thought they've improved. So. Um, yeah, it's, there's. I mean, there's something special in Tampa Bay, but this is a team that is a. Uh, I think it's. A, I feel like it's in a win now phase. I don't feel like they're going to be able, able to retain some of these contracts that they've gotten people for one, two year deals sure. and stuff. It's not going to last forever. So, well, I think they're 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 very fortunate that that some guys like Godwin's still on his rookie deal, and Ronald Jones is still on his rookie deal, and Fournette was on a prove it contract, yeah. and Tom Brady. Only took twenty five a season and not thirty seven a season. Yeah. So there's certainly a lot of guys there, um, but they got they got to pay somebody. I mean, they got their their defense is nice and young. They draft Evan White. They've got these guys, but like those guys are going to need contracts. And at some point, yeah, yeah, this is a very expensive team right now. And if they don't win from it, it's going to be like the Rams a couple years ago. Where they're, the Rams they're in win went now all, mode right yeah, now. Where the Rams is, went all in on on a defense and an offense and. It didn't result in a Super Bowl victory, but, you know, and that's you know we, we see that happen a lot. Nope, hundred percent. So that get we got us through Monday Night Football, yep. and that is our week in recap. Um, I think that pretty much does it for us, Matt. Anything you want to add here on the end? Any tidbits? Do you, you want to do a quick pick them run through? Just a really quick, just we sure. don't have to go an explanation. No, I, just I'm, to give the I'm, fans a little something to look forward to. For I'm the fine, weekend. so they can see how often I'm wrong. This is fantastic. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm terrible at picks, so. <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah, if you don't mind, let's. I figured. Be- Listen, if everybody was good at it, then everybody would be millionaires. But, That's I mean, true. but everybody just misses it that all the time. That is true. So starting the, to begin week twelve. So our first game round, we got Texans and Lions. 
Uh, I'm going to go Texans. I'm, I, I'm also going to go Texans. Uh, 4.30 tomorrow, we got the Washington football team against the Cowboys. Oh, man. Alex Smith versus Andy Dalton. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to say Washington. I Washington? feel like, the, yep. yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm gonna go Washington. You know what? And, and because he's not here, and he was a big Andy, I'm gonna just say Cowboys, and, that, and that's a that's a proxy pick for Jaws. Because if he was sitting here, I feel like he would take the Cowboys and then <laughs> and grin while he was doing it. So Jaws, I got your back. I'm taking the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, next up, well, when, when, it won't be next, but the next game on the docket here was uh, Steelers and Ravens. Uh, yeah, I think they're playing Sunday afternoon. I'm yeah. still going Steelers. I think even with the COVID stuff, even if they graduate, you know, if they figure it out. The Steelers are just a better team. The Ravens are not what they were last year. Um, they played the Steelers close last time, but um, they're regressing. And Tomlin's too smart of a coach. He's got this team right where they need to be. The, so. the Steelers are a team you need to prepare for, and they had to shut down their team facility for a couple of days, so that's that doesn't bode well. Right. Uh, Bills and Chargers. Bills. Bills yeah. as well. I will take them. In, in Charger fashion, probably in a close game, probably by less than a touchdown. Probably. But, but right, Bills in <laughs> A.W. Uh, should, do I even have to ask you, Colts and Titans? I mean, it's well. I have this thing where if I'm pessimistic towards the Colts, they win. So oh, I, all right. So the last two weeks, I've picked the Packers and Titans to win on purpose because <laughs> if, when I get too emotionally involved, I just end it. You've got this reverse juju kiss of death thing going. Yes. On. Okay, I got it. I, yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So I'm going with the Titans. Okay, but my soul obviously wants. Well, like inner chanting, yeah. go Colts, go Colts, yes. get right. It's a whole thing. Yes. So, um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go Titans, but here, I, I can give a justification for that. Honestly, this time, I have seen it happen time and time again. Where this Colts team, they'll, they'll 2015. All right, 2015 was the year I became like a super, super fan as far as NFL stuff. They, they beat the Broncos. They beat Pey- Peyton Manning's Broncos uh, in Sunday Night Football, and then the next day, Andrew Luck had a lacerated kidney, and that was it. All right. Uh, Oh, they did this last year. They beat Kansas. I think they beat Kansas City, then they beat Houston, and then they they just slid. They just like these are two te- like two much better teams, especially the Kansas City game. The fact that they beat KC was awesome, and then they just took a dive. So I feel like the Packers, <laughs> as a pessimistic Colts fan, the Packers may have been the peak. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. I, so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say the Colts. I'm just gonna I'm just go that route. I appreciate that. I, no, no, no problem. I'm just, just like I don't have any like like a hidden Manning jersey under my hoodie. I'm just gonna say the Colts. Um, a next game, uh, Vikings and Panthers, the battle of the turds. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Vikings on this one. Vikings. Go Vikings. Uh, you know what? I, you know, and I wish I knew who was playing. PJ or Teddy Bridgewater, but oh, I, yeah. I think I'm gonna say Panthers. I mean, okay. they they blank Detroit. I think I'm going Panthers on this one. That's fair. All right. Yep. I mean, if you told me the Vikings won because Cook had 200 rushing yards, I'm like, well, yeah, sure. All right, that, <laughs> that makes sense. It definitely depends on which Kirk Cousins shows up. Right. Even though he did play pretty good last week in their loss, he did right. play pretty good. Nope, for sure. Uh, Browns and Jaguars. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Browns. I'm gonna go Browns on this one. Browns. I'm also going with the Browns. Uh, Giants and Bengals. Giants. Giants, Giants as well. I don't even who's uh, I don't know who, who's the quarterback behind Burrow. I don't even know who took over. From Ryan Finley. There you go. He he played most of the season last year when Dalton went down. So. My, my my brain went Nick Mullins, and I'm like, no, no, that's Garoppolo. That's, that's a wrong team, wrong coach. That's not that's that's not the guy. Uh, Cardinals and Patriots. Who? Patriots are such a weird team. Correct. They're good at figuring out young quarterbacks. 
you know what? They just game plan. They they beat the Ravens. I know the weather was a, an issue. I'm gonna go Patriots in this one. See, and I'm, I'm gonna go the opposite way. I, I don't feel like the Cards are losing two in a row in a tough division race yeah. like that. That they can't afford to do that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Cards. I'm, fi- on that I'm definitely fifty fifty, but I could see I could see what where either team would be. But I've like it's like I bet against Bill Belichick <laughs> a lot this year. Uh, and I mean, obviously, I've been proven right because the record, but. Um, the Ravens one really surprised me. That opened my eyes. I'm like, okay, this team is not like done yet. So, nope. What's in there? Uh, AFC East battle: uh, Dolphins and Jets. Dolphins. Dolphins. I will take the Dolphins as well. These I have a statement. Suck for Lawrence yeah. coming out. Yeah. yeah. If Joe Flacco wins a game with the Jets, he's elite. I've, I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> um, I said that on my other show, but yeah, that's that's an important factor. This is the most important season for for Joe Flacco. <laughs> If he does not win a game with the Jets, he is forever not elite. So got it. I was, I'm I'm fine with it. I didn't think Joe Flacco ever deserved to be the highest paid quarterback in football. Oh God, no. But no. there's something to be said for winning a Super Bowl in a contract year. So I guess kudos to him for having one great season yes. and cashing in. Um, Raiders and Falcons. Raiders. 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 I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. After that Derek Carr love fest we had. Oh, God, for sure. Um, Saints and Broncos. Gotta go Saints. Saints. Broncos are unpredictable, but I yeah, I gotta go Saints here. Yep, I will go Saints as well. Uh with a taste of Hellevine. Niners and Rams divisional matchup. Rams. Rams. I gotta I gotta go Rams. Uh they've been playing really, really good. So Yep, one of the certainly one of the best teams is late. I'm gonna go Rams as well. Chiefs and Buccaneers. Great matchup at four twenty five on Sunday. Why is this not flexed to Sunday Night Football? I, well, it should be, right? That's This is like, I mean, you're getting a Brady-Mahomes rematch. This has been like the, the, the big dream Come here. Come on, man. You don't want to watch Nick Foles go against the Packers on, on Sunday Night? Come on. I don't think it actually is not even going to be Nick Foles. <laughs> I, think it's, I think Mitch is supposed to take back over, which is even worse. Oh, good uh, Lord. <laughs> I, I'm going to go Chiefs for that one. I'm going to go Chiefs. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if the Bucks have defensively. They have the talent too, but I don't know if they have the scheming and game planning to execute and and, and put Patrick Mahomes, you well, know, give him a loss. Apparently, only Gruden and the Raiders one time did yeah. this season, yeah. so they're, they're doing okay. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well in that game. Uh, Packers and Bears. Packers. Packers yeah. as well. Yep. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles, whoever. I don't think they they stand a chance there either way. Uh, and then our Monday night to match up Seahawks and Eagles. Oh my God, Seahawks are gonna rail the Eagles. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. I have Russell Wilson in two leagues, so I'm really hoping that you're correct there. Because <laughs> when Russ isn't cooking, my team struggles I, in a hot second. So that's... I, I went from having a tremendous th- faith in the Eagles to they're gonna get gang banged these next these next like six weeks that they're playing <laughs> football. Uh, they have a very tough schedule ahead of them. So oh for sure. All right. So that finishes up our week of pickums. Uh, Matt, I want to thank you for coming on, this man. Was fun. Filling in for Jaws. We, I, me and Austin have never met before, so this was like really t- cool. T- today, I, like ninety minutes ago, that was the first Literally. time. So we hit it off pretty good. So this was a lot of fun, man. Thanks for coming up, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I yeah, appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know that this uh, this studio you got going on here is is way better than Jaws and I sitting in our basements. <laughs> this is really cool. Like two kids playing Yu Gi Oh, just hanging out in our basements, <laughs> just whatever. I love this place. A lot of lot of uh, good creative energy that comes out of here. So. Awesome. All right, guys, that'll do it for us. This was Hats, Stats, and Tats, episode 22, going for two. Uh, Josh, thanks for that tongue twister on the way out there, by the way. But that'll do it for Matt and I. This is uh, Austin signing off, and we will see you guys next week.